Ah, the chicken and the egg of organizing. Should we be trying to catch up or keep up with our house? Wondering the answer to that? Stay tuned and we'll explore it on today's episode. Hey, welcome to Joy Loving Home, the podcast where we strive to plan our schedules and organize our homes while being intentionally flexible so that we can leave space in our lives for spontaneous joy. I'm Joy Reidenauer, professional organizer and flexible planning strategist. I have a heart for helping stay-at-home moms who feel overwhelmed and can't figure out where the time goes while their kids are at school. If you are ready to lean into your chaos and simplify your home, then you're in the right place. And don't worry, I know from experience that rigid schedules, daily habits, and strict routines don't work for you because they didn't work for me either. If you want to stay flexible, live in the moment, and prioritize the people in your life over the things, then I'm so glad you've joined me as we create a joy-loving home together. Today's episode falls into the decluttering bucket. If we're sorting my podcasts into podcasts about organizing, podcasts about decluttering, podcasts about planning, and podcasts about getting our mindset right about what it really means to be organized and decluttered. Uh, Before I get too far into it, I, speaking of declutter, wanted to remind you guys that we are going to try and do a bit of a organizing decluttering type challenge over in the Joy Loving Home community, uh, Facebook community. And I so want to get a nice small group of people over there to just tackle this first ever event. And I just think it would be fun if we can get a bunch of people who are ready to be in in the beginning and just sort of have grace as I learn how to navigate Facebook Lives and uh, just appreciate supportive people who want to try this with me. So if you have not yet jumped over there and are interested in being a part of it, I would love to have you. You just go to bit.ly slash joy loving home community so that's bit dot ly slash joy loving home community and i can't wait to engage with you over there i think it'll be great fun so today's chicken and the egg episode is about trying to either catch up or keep up with our homes and what is the better approach there are certainly both approaches out there and there i will say over and over again no one size fits all approach for anyone So let's just sort of talk about the pros and cons of each method and then what I think the real answer is. Um, Not that my one answer is right. I'm just throwing in my two cents on this matter. So starting with the pros and cons of the catching up method, this is what you would see more often on a television episode, right? So, you know, think Marie Kondo, she swoops into a people's homes that are just like a disaster. And in the matter of a couple of uh, weeks, I think her episode stretches across weeks. For us, we get to see it as a nice little half hour tidbit. They sweep in and they tackle everything at once, just overhauling your whole existence in your house and feeling like you get a fresh, clean clean start in one fell swoop. And that seems wonderful. And certainly there are pros to that. So the big pro is it feels like this amazingly 
fast result, right? You you go from everything in my house is overwhelming to I look around and everything in my house seems like it makes sense and there's order and this is how we were always meant to live and you you have this great sense of accomplishment and that is super exciting. A big pro in that is that you sort of reset bad habits and there's support in your environment to not go backwards because you've gotten rid of so much stuff and you're motivated by these beautiful, organized, decluttered, spacious spaces that you have this push to want to keep them that way. And so it it could help you to keep up from that moment on because you got to start with this lovely, fresh slate. All of that sounds wonderful, and it certainly can be. So now let's talk about the possible cons to that method. And in case you're hearing weird sounds, my dog has wandered in while I'm recording, so my apologies. But anyway, the cons to this sort of overhaul catch-up method is that sometimes doing so much at once, it seems so jarring that you don't feel at home in your own home if that makes sense. Think about if you've ever even just like rearranged where you kept something in the kitchen and how many weeks it takes you to turn around and walk to the wrong space first and then go, oh, I don't keep it there anymore. And you got to walk to the right space now. Think about doing that 10x across your whole house, right? So you don't even feel like you fit in your home. You're like, where is everything? Do I remember that I gave that up? Suddenly I wanted something I just gave up in the excitement of getting rid of everything. Nothing feels quite right. And you need to give yourself this sort of adjustment period that everything is different now. The other sort of con to that approach is that it can be super time consuming to do that type of overhaul for yourself. So to peel away an entire weekend or week where you say, I'm going to take off. I'm going to dedicate this just to completely overhauling my house. It's hard in real life to carve out time like that. You usually need a helper or two in that case. And you might not foresee running out of steam and then creating these huge messes that you start to feel overwhelmed with. And then you If you don't have professional help to do that kind of big overhaul, you can get stuck in the midst of it because what's already overwhelming becomes even more overwhelming when everything is pulled out like that. The other kind of con, if you're like, well, okay, I'm going to hire help and I'm going to do that, is it can be super expensive to do a a whole home overhaul all at once like that. So Um, while I feel organizers are worth every penny, (laughs) and I'm obviously going to say that because I have seen the transformations my team and I can make for people, and I know how hard we work for you and with you to really create these spaces that you are in love with, is that it does, it does cost money, and it takes time, and you have to work with somebody in the overwhelm because decision-making is super fatiguing. And without somebody there to talk you through some of those decisions, it can be a real struggle. Okay, so that's pros, cons of the catching up method. Now let's address the pros and cons of the keeping up method. Now the keeping up method is this sort of peeling the onion method, right? So 
You just do small baby steps and you tell yourself, I only have five minutes here, I have 15 minutes there, I'm going to choose one small space, one small drawer. And there are some folks that do a really fabulous job of that. Dana K. White from A Slob Comes Clean, she has some phenomenal methods on this sort of peeling the onion method of tackling your visible spaces first and feeling better about that. And then she has this wonderful method where while you are decluttering, there is never a bigger mess being made. And if you're curious about that, I'll link some stuff to her in the in the show notes. She has a great podcast and several good books uh, where she discusses these questions that you ask each time you pick something up and how to start on a space. And if you get called away, the whole world doesn't end. And that's a fabulous way to go about it because you really learn more each time you go through a space, you work that muscle that I spoke about last episode of decision making, and you build in confidence and you build in skill as you work your way slowly through your house. That's fabulous. That's definitely lots of pros to that. Now here's the con. (laughs) It is a slower method and you have to have the patience for it. And it's, it's interesting how many parallels there are between decluttering and organizing yourself and this, a journey to lose weight, because there are ways to fast track weight loss and they almost always backfire, but you feel good in the moment when it peels off quickly. Then there's the slower, more healthy way to lose weight where you're doing just a half pound here, a half pound there with longer lasting results, but the frustration level and the patience level is just, you have to really work on your patience in that method because the results don't feel as gratifying. And the same can be said of this keeping up method of trying to organize and declutter your home. You really are working hard, but you're not seeing the results in the way that you want to. And so it can be frustrating and you can lose a little hope. And in that capacity, I would love to remind you to always take some before and after pictures, even if it's a five-minute work session, even if it's, oh, I'm not going to see the difference. Take those pictures anyway so that you can remind yourself that you've made progress. You just have to have the proof to see it in a situation like that. So definitely pros and cons to both of these methods. There's the, the catching up and the keeping up. Where do I weigh in on this sort of decision? And you're not going to like my answer, but I really believe this chicken and the egg answer is both. You really need to try and keep up while you're catching up. The reason I say there needs to be a both method is because if you go full bore catching up, even if it only takes you a week, you let something slide in that week and you get out of a rhythm and you get out of your habits that help you keep things going and then you've got to kind of relearn everything. But if you go in that slow, methodical, keeping up method, I think you lose motivation and steam and excitement for the goal you set for yourself. So how does it look when you're trying to do both? I want to introduce you to another acronym uh, that I call doing a little morning and evening spit clean. And spit clean comes from 
You know how it is like when you're about to walk into somewhere when you were little and your mom turns around and realizes you look a bit of a mess and she puts a little spit on her fingers and rubs off your face and you know you're not clean and she knows you're not clean but when you walk in wherever you're going you look clean enough to anybody not really paying that much attention. So the spit clean method for the morning and the evening are doing just those things that if you got a surprise uh, visit or a spouse that likes things a certain way when they get home, um, you can you can fake it. <laughs> I guess there's no other way to say that. So what the SPIT stands for is Surprise Proof Immediate Tasks. That's what I call the morning one. And Spouse Proof Immediate Tasks is what I call the evening one. Both of them center largely around the kitchen. So in the morning, you can get your kids up and out and the sort of morning chaos has has settled and you look around and you're just like, oh, everything looks like it's a mess because everything is a mess. And what if somebody rings the doorbell? What if somebody pops by all of a sudden and they see this mess and I've got to make some excuse? Well, quickest, easiest way to handle that Start running some hot soapy water in your sink. Throw everything from the kitchen in it quickly. Don't overthink it. Just put it in there. At least it's soaking if you don't touch it again. And if somebody walks in, they know you were in the middle of cleaning things up and things look better. Then you do a step from your front door or step through from your, you know, your friend door, (laughs) that side door that everybody comes through anyway, and just do literally a quick swoop quick swoop and just grab the most offensive things and all of a sudden you know you haven't vacuumed you know you haven't dusted you know you haven't mopped you know you haven't you know wiped down all the counters but on a quick pop-in visit nobody's gonna judge looks great and then same thing for when the spouse is about to come home especially if you're married to a type a which if you're listening to this podcast i believe that you likely are they like to see or come home to some more peace than than you're used to living in in the chaos all day. So you do right as you know they're heading home, same kind of thing. Quick sudsy water in the sink, throw anything in there that was part of meal prep or if the breakfast dishes are still sitting there, maybe you can hurry up and load them into the dishwasher so you can throw the new stuff in. Do a quick walkthrough of the basic toys, get the kids in on the act and All of a sudden, the immediate walk through the door is not met with, uh, it's met with, oh, okay, like things are sort of functioning well enough. So those are the spit cleans that get you through. They're not perfection. Nobody's looking for perfection. They're just a way to make you feel a little better so that you can get to what's the exciting part of decluttering and organizing and do a little section that actually will make you feel an actual reward. And what I mean by that is if you're always keeping up, you never get to do an actual space because you can't carve out that much time. But if you do this quick, quick clean, you can say, okay, I now have 30 minutes. And in those 30 minutes, I'm actually going to tackle the front entrance. In these next 30 minutes, I'm actually going to tackle the bathroom. Uh, one half of the cabinets or two of the three of the drawers just a 
section that you really can take a before and after and go, I made progress. I actually made progress today. And that keeping up and catching up woven together will give you the excitement and the energy to keep going. So I hope those tips help. I would love it if you would reach out to me on Instagram at Joy Loving Home or DM me or in my Facebook group. I'll post a little um, slide about this catching up and keeping up. And if you want to vote on which one you prefer, which one you think's better, or how you feel about this both method, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Thanks again for joining me this week. And until next time, choose joy. I'm so glad you spent your time with me today. If you'd like to join an encouraging and judgment-free community of women just like you, please join us at bit.ly slash joylovinghomecommunity. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash joylovinghomecommunity. I would love to interact with you there. You can also bless me and help other moms by rating and reviewing this podcast wherever you listen. It means the world to me if you have found value in these podcasts, and by reviewing them, you help other women find me too. Also, don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram at joylovinghome. Love to hear from you. Or just email me. I'm joy at joylovinghome.com. Until next time, choose joy.